Welcome, one and all, to the second to last, possibly, Bread by Daylight. <laughs> I am here to host, for one of the last times, this podcast about the lore of Dead by Daylight killers. I am one of the two people on this show who knows what's going on in the game. My name is Gavin Gaddis, my pronouns are they, them, and I'm joined by my fellow knowledge haver of a very specific flavor that makes that sound like a dig at Caro. I'm joined by Cole. <laughs> it's fine. I'm a dumbass. We all know this. I I have approximate knowledge of almost everything and very specific knowledge and weird stuff. <laughs> Hi, Cole Burkhart. What's, um, what's the wrong yeah. name he says? <laughs> huh? It's like it's like James the Human. Yeah, J- James the Human. You were almost right. We're talking a lot about Dead by Daylight on our Dead by Daylight <laughs> podcast. Listen, uh, this is for uh, once. These tangents are not me stalling because I don't care. That uh, it's it is me stalling because I it don't is, care. It is, it is Cole stalling. A little well, we had to stall because I was I was occupied with. Uh, the little of course the, mm-hmm. the little one Un- unofficial fourth host of the <laughs> yeah. show mm-hmm. friend, of, friend of the show your friend son. of the show <laughs> friend of the show ethan who is currently eating a kiwi <laughs> peel and all um that's you know i builds character yeah. he's he's you know beat of his own drum and all that jazz you know there's fiber and it's fine you? it's healthy we gotta, who are you? Oh, right. Hi. <laughs> Caro, they, them, and my attention is split between not knowing anything about uh, Dead by Daylight and my child, who is, uh, I have to keep from climbing on furniture while we record this. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to make it any easier on you this week. Oh, God. As the premise of the show has held true for the past 30 something episodes. We are going to show Kara what the killer looks like, explain the mechanics of the killer, and then let Kara just sort of figure out what the plot is from riff. that alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Today we're talking about the Skull Merchant. I cannot believe that fucking bedazzled mask. I don't hate it. I have so it. much to say. I have <laughs> so much to care. say about what she looks like, and I'm going to not say a word of it until after Kara guesses the <laughs> I don't hate the bedazzled mask. Uh, there. My ig- there, but then I want to live in Barbie's dream house. So like, I would like the right. bedazzled mask. Like I, I. By the way, know. as we're in the run up to the Barbie movie, <laughs> um, <laughs> the there is a Architectural Digest video with Margot Robbie walking them through the Barbie dream. Yeah, house. So it's delightful. Wanna, that looks like it might be a good it, watch. I have many screenshots for my future home. Um, okay. Yeah. No, I'm like that. I so, want to live in the Trixie Motel. Leave me alone. Mm, mm-hmm. The motel that this lady owns will kill you. Uh, Let's talk about the Skull (laughs) Merchant. Um, You'll notice the art I'm using on the slide we're using to sort of demonstrate all of this. Uh, The model doesn't look great. It's because it has no lighting textures applied to it. Um, This happens with fans, just like sort of drawing. It is. Uh, I mean, it's a screenshot of the model, but it's like flat with no textured lighting being applied it's, to it. That's that, not how she looks in game. It's not. It's that just would like be kind of cool to have like a random art shift. But the main reason I chose this image is to also demonstrate the other part of her that you really need to sort of bundle in, which is when we say skull merchant, she literally has a drone where the bottom of the drone is a skull and the skull's mouth is open so the camera can look through the teeth. So like, it feels she like has, when someone's ro- oh, she has one of those shitty drones that everyone's uncle got to take you know <laughs> shots over the river that they used for like Halloween. Mm-hmm. I wrote this. I wrote this off of my real estate business so I can take pictures of the roof. Yeah, my uncle got one to like show the smoke from the smoker because he's a barbecue guy. <laughs> oh jeez! And then he and then he puts some like YouTube royalty free music oh, yeah. over mm-hmm. yeah. it up as a trailer. and it's like this epic mm-hmm. like kind of stuff. And I'm like, it's a bro. Those are ribs. Like they're delicious, but mm-hmm. calm down. <laughs> they be ribs. Um, they're good. Today we're we're dealing with a, a stabby lady, as it might not shock you by the <laughs> giant fucking claws coming out of her Wolverine uh, skeleton arm here. <laughs> um, her main weapon is razor sharp dual blades, which. All right. She stabs people with. That's yep. her M1 weapon. Uh, her main power is the drone, her eye in the sky. So this is where it's both complicated and not at the same mm-hmm. time. The boiled down version of it is you start the game with four drones in your inventory. And when you right click, she basically just drops it and it hovers in an area and it does a constant f- sweep of like, a, it's like a laser, <laughs> but it's a fan blade. So okay. it's constantly rotating. Mm-hmm. Um, if that rotation hits a survivor, it goes into active mode where it's like looking at a survivor. 
And if it looks at a survivor long enough, it counts as locked on, which is just a special status effect that makes them, uh, they, they do the like killer instinct notification pop-up that shows where they are. And they also are one hit for a few seconds. So if you get spotted by a drone, you're fucked if you stay there. But if you're a survivor who like times the fan blade just right to walk up to it, you can hack it and turn it off basically. Um, there's also a thing called the claw trap. Cole, how does the fucking claw trap work? Because I never got it to work when I played today. <laughs> uh, that is a very good question. That I am I not do not know. Right now. <laughs> that I'm absolutely yeah. not scrolling to find. If you're scrolling um, for it, I can keep talking about the drones a little bit. Uh, so basically, it... Uh, okay, so um, they're little... You know how the pig works and they put a... Yeah. it's like it's kind of like case, but i couldn't do it yeah what it does specifically is it broadcasts the survivor's position yes uh to the merchant um it lasts for 45 seconds after which is automatically destroyed if you are wearing one while you walk into like the drone's um spinning detection blades the drone becomes unhackable Ah. um and if it's in uh scouting mode it automatically switches to active the one Um, other thing i forgot is this thing on her hip um Mm -hmm. which just looks like a shitty pda uh it (laughs) is actually (laughs) because it is um it's the thing from alien and (laughs) every other retro future sci-fi movie um it it's just a big ass block of phone that the screen is a uh, motion detector. Yeah. So if somebody is in the radius of a drone and the drone is in active mode, it puts a little dot on that mini map. So basically it's just like a call of duty, like heartbeat sensor mm-hmm. for a killer in dead by daylight. And frankly, very useful. I use the hell out of it a few times mm-hmm. today in my two matches playing as her. I'm a skull merchant expert with two matches. I got a four <laughs> kill and a three kill. Uh, hell yeah. Fine by me. I, with many other killers, I feel like Skull Merchant may not be anyone's favorite killer, but she is an excellent one to pull out of the toy box right after the 13th when they reset everybody, um, where the game doesn't know who to match with who, and you'll get lobbies full of random-ass survivors of varying skill levels who do not have cohesion, and they will not know how to play against funky, weird characters that no one's playing anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's not the flavor of the week because now cyberpunk guy is. Um, and to be fair, she wasn't much of the flavor when she, she was released. <laughs> um, which there's reasons and there are maybe not fair flavor reasons that we'll get into after we talk about the lore. Oh. Uh, but first, one of the best <laughs> named perks I have seen on this show in all my year of doing Dead by Daylight lore <laughs> research, this may be my favorite. Uh, Cole, run us through the perks. Yeah, so we have uh, Thwack, which is phenomenal. I love it, Um, I love it. Which basically means that after you hook a survivor, the next time you break a wall or a pallet, all survivors within 28 to 32 meters uh, will scream and have their auras revealed. Um, Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, She also, I forgot to mention, her... um, her claw, if a survivor is wearing it and vaults over a pallet, it breaks as well, mm. ah. uh, which is a fun thing to know. Maybe I did um. that by accident at one point because, like, I, I a, a, a pallet magically destroyed itself mm. for me earlier mm-hmm. today, and I was like, "All right," and then just kept going. That's probably what it was. Um, after that, we have leverage, uh, which basically means that every time you hook a survivor, you gain a token, and for each token that you spend. The um, healing other people and healing uh, he- survivors, healing other survivors and themselves, uh, did the speed reduce uh, for the next 30 seconds or so. Uh, after that is game afoot, which means that when it's an obsession perk, so when you are chasing your obsession, this perk activates. Mm. And basically gives you a bit of a speed boost for 8 to 10 seconds after damaging a generator, wall, or pallet. She She's uh. structured to hate teamwork. 
Yes, but doing individual chases, she's pretty good at breaking loops. Uh, Loops are when they, you know, loop a tailor around around and around and and stall for time. So she's good at being able to uh, get that that nice little jolt to help uh, catch people who are trying to waste her time. Mm. That and adding in the, um, the actual drones can help with that as well. Game of Foot also uh, has a mechanic in it where whichever survivor you've chased the longest becomes the obsession after a certain amount. So the obsession doesn't stay locked on one person and it's a little bit more difficult for them to suss out who's the... Actually, I don't know if the survivors are just told... The survivors are just told who the obsession is. Ignore me. They've always been told who the fucking obsession is. I'm living in a new Dead by Daylight world (laughs) where they did a bunch of UI updates Mm. since I last played Uh, five months ago. uh Uh, spoiler alert, I stopped playing Dead by Daylight five months ago and <laughs> nobody noticed on the show, probably. Uh, it's it's a little different now. It does little things like there's some entity clause on the portrait of whoever you're chasing to show mm-hmm. you who you're chasing. It's interesting. It's cute. I, I think I, I really liked the, the addition of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as a survivor, it helps keep track of what needs to be done. Yes. Speaking of keeping track... Hi. Uh, mm. The most distracted person yeah. in, in this call. I am right paying now. attention. I promise. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know you're paying attention, but now I give you the unenviable task of figuring out what the fuck is going on with this. I lady. okay. First of all, I could closet cosplay her like it's nothing. I own yep. most of this, um, which I like. I don't have Put a, a pin in that one for yeah, later. I don't have a yeah. bedazzled mask, and I'm gonna get one though. Um, honestly, all I'm really getting from her is like generic strong female sci-fi protagonist type character like she's the one in charge and the person who wants her job the most is some beefy dude because that's who it always is um we have ripley at home (laughs) wish.com wish.com ripley (laughs) or but like every get away from her you god i literally like every um i feel like almost every sci-fi uh, thing that I've watched where there's a woman in charge, it's always like, there always seems to be, like, someone vying for their job, and it's always, like, the second in command it's some guy, and it's like can we just, can you just, just stop? And I just feel like that's all I can <laughs> glean from this, I'm like <laughs> I wear One jewelry to because I'm still feminine you know, I'm gonna unbutton the blouse because you still have to be a little sexy in space um, and, like, that's fine if you want to do that, but she looks like she was written by a man I don't want to harp on Ripley because I wasn't even making the Ripley connection before we started talking about her. But like, I, <laughs> I think I, I think, think Cole's pointing out. Good. <laughs> we broke. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> we broke Cole. I just want to point out Ripley is one of the better like strong female. Oh yeah, but she wasn't written to be a woman, era. right? That's yeah. the thing. I think mm-hmm. that's the mm-hmm. thing. A dude wrote her, and because mm-hmm. the dude wasn't thinking, what would a broad do yeah. when this happens? He was just thinking, what would a person do? Her yeah, you it's hit like the writing, nail on the head. It's almost <laughs> fucking though. It's like if you just put a woman in Indiana Jones, as long as she is a hot woman, it fits perfectly with Harrison Ford. Like same movie. Well, there right? was also um, yeah. wasn't there? It was Legion? Um, there was a role that was written for like a fifty-something dude, and Aubrey Plaza played the role, yeah. and they nice. didn't change anything, and it worked great, as I recall. Like. It was Aubrey sh- Plaza does contain the deadpan mannerisms of of a fi- a fifty seven year old man. It, yeah, yes. mm-hmm. but it, it like mm-hmm. some of the stuff she was saying on that show was like it was so funny and it was like wow who wrote this and it's like oh it wasn't written for her or for a woman at all. Um, yeah, but yeah, I just mm. I just I would encourage people to um you know pr- pretend like you think women are people uh, if you're writing <laughs> them and just think to yourself what but, would a person do may- or say. Maybe don't. <laughs> maybe don't pretend. Yeah, no, you know what I mean, though. Like, yeah. <laughs> just humor a us. Spoiler for the media recommendation section. <laughs> Carol just said some stuff that kind of thematically ties into what. I'm oh, good. About yeah, um, I may uh, be talking about one of the cornerstones of of trans loved media today. <laughs> oh, interesting. Uh, you did also kind of hit the nail on the head. Oh with my god, story. you did! did. It, it was killing me not to say. Yeah. Uh, Cheers. So she is cosplaying as a sci-fi Wait, character. Wait, really? Are you fucking kidding me? She she looks like a shitty cosplay because in a way she is a shitty cosplay but because of that that is too many fucking layers deep for your character design. Mm. 
every yeah. cosplay of Skull Merchant is going to look like shit because Skull Merchant looks like yeah. shit, and it's not lore that she looks like shit. I want to see someone mm-hmm. do like a high fashion cosplay of that. Actually, that'd be fucking cool. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. one cosmetic of her that leans into the air quote cyberpunk. Oh, okay. By the way, this she's not set in the far future. This is supposed to be with current tech. By the way, mm-hmm. um, they lean into a cyberpunk idealization of her, and that one changes the mask, and it looks great. Yeah, I mean, she looks. I mean, she looks kind of cool. I like her. Honestly, I like her haircut. I'm kind of hoping mine will do that as it grows. But like, eh, kind of me, generic. Adriana Imai, okay, the Skull Merchant <laughs> quote. The self-made millionaire, Adriana Amai, came from a humble home in Fortaleza, Brazil. I'll probably replace that with the actual pronunciation. Her dad was a manga artist in Japan who moved to Brazil. And while in his sort of feeling his oats 30s, I think (laughs) it's his 30s, meets a woman who owns a bar. And she's like, can you draw me a logo? And he's like, sure. And she's like, damn, he got Riz. And then they have a kid. Um, <laughs> yep. And there, I just skipped several paragraphs of lore. My You're kid welcome. just told me what Riz um, means. It's not Ethan, the other, one of the older kids. <laughs> yeah. Sawyer had to explain to me what it was. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. At least that one's easier. Yeah, I was like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> so he's writing a, uh, a manga that is a it's a series and apparently there's a a burgeoning brazilian manga uh scene in this time and currently according to this uh and he's writing a series about a uh sort of a can-do quirky chick who has a robot companion Mm -hmm. and her name's adi valente Mm. um and he loves the sh- he loves the shit out of the story. Uh, he is also working at a tanning factory. Yes, uh, it's not paying his bills. is is the the point of it? Um, it's he's still almost. It. Yeah. It's almost. Um, but it's earning him just enough over like the the poverty line that they start sending her to like an elite high school. They're in like they're oh they're stable financially, but like. Mm, um, she she's super smart as she must be to be the mm-hmm. skull merchant to be to, to first step to being skull merchant be smart um she's the top of her class and then uh the manga people are like hey we don't want your quirky girl with the ro- quirky robot anymore and they cancel his series and he can't sell anything else so they have to pull her out of the expensive school uh she gets to graduate but sh- the thing that fucks with her is not moving schools it's the fact that the second place guy took over as head student uh, after she left so she and is well real she's, competitive uh, she's upset about it and does <laughs> not let it go she is uh, real competitive meanwhile Boy. her dad starts getting in his feelings about being fired and he starts writing a new manga about he has a manuscript about it's basically the same story but what if she was a murderer who killed people who wronged her and he names her the skull merchant <laughs> i uh, yeah yep i mean all right so then <laughs> Adriana starts girl bossing too close to the sun. And by that, I mean, she does it exactly the right amount because she, she starts a website for uh, just Brazilian manga nerds and mm-hmm. she doesn't feel like writing or drawing any of it. So she just gets a bunch of people to, to, dumb to do it to for, do for free. free. <laughs> well, uh, she starts a Reddit um, and then she immediately sells it. Like the second she gets an offer for a couple mil, she sells, she goes home with the check to be like, look, I saved us papa. And he's already left the house forever, mm. never to come back, leaving behind a stack of uh, manuscripts for, wow the comic that she's not read and um <laughs> this might have some long lasting uh effects on her because <laughs> as you might suspect she turns into the skull merchant I was say, we're, uh, we're not handling this great so instead of therapy she does not no. gatekeep but she does not gatekeep mm-hmm. she does gaslight mm-hmm. she does girl mm-hmm. boss i i would say she gatekeeps not letting people come first <laughs> she gatekeeps life from multiple people this yeah. is true <laughs> Uh, her strat becomes buy small company. By the way, I want you to really consider the fact that game developers writing this and how it's them being like, "Hey, get it." Um, her strat is to buy small companies that work, strip them of most of their employees, automate their tasks, hire cheaper people to do the same work for less, and then sell it to someone before it falls apart. And then this makes her a shitload of money, as it does in the real world. But 
then she eventually finds a realtor company. It's not important, but what company it is, it just says it's in the lore. She finds a company where the two people on the board of directors are like, hey, literally every company that she sold was stripped for parts and falls apart immediately after the sale. We will all lose our jobs if we if we let this deal go through. Mm-hmm. She kills them. Um, and As then, you do. And then it becomes a game where she intentionally targets companies with braggadocious larger than life ceos because she knows that ceo will step to her and then she gets to disappear the guy Mm -hmm. um and And it becomes no one catches on and absolutely no one notices it's because all these ceos fucking hate each other and when they (laughs) stop showing up they like it Uh, (laughs) um this is not in the lore that's me reading that into it (laughs) so basically uh her lore stops when she's in brazil doing a CEO chase in an abandoned aircraft hangar somewhere. Um, and she's toying with him for like hours. She really is having fun with this. She's chasing mm-hmm. him with drones and shit. And then the two survivors from her pack show up out of nowhere and fly a kite into the drone. And to, it breaks it and or to, distracts it. Or... Hang on, let me read the <laughs> sentence because it's like... Oh God. Locating him, she used one of her drones to direct him to a dead end, when a pair of tights suddenly appeared on camera and the feed died. Her, uh, her face hardened, her eyes widened in disbelief as she slammed her laptop shut and charged to where the drones had crashed. One of the uh, items that she can find in the blood web is powdered glass, and the description is, Once used on the strings used for battle kites, this powdered glass took on a much more nefarious purpose on her blade. I assume the two Brazilian survivors are battle kite nerds or some shit for there to even be reference to battle kites (laughs) in the lore and the items, question mark. Um, The... The lore ends with her basically saying, like, why I oughta, and chasing those two uh, people who will soon become survivors, and it mentions reality changing around them as they basically just run off into the forest. It doesn't even do the fog. It's just like... No, it does. There they go. Uh, lush green of the trees melted into a thick black fog. Come on. Like, sort of. A single yeah. sentence. Yeah. A sick grin crept across her face as she rushed forward to begin a new chapter in her life. Get it? Like the chapter of DLC that you just bought? <laughs> well, look at that. Her, her, her DLC there. is kind of interesting. It does expand on her character a little bit more. It's her uh, her first stalking yes. where she follows the, uh, the, the... The number two guy who took the over The number two valedictorian... Um, I don't think she kills him. I think she just kind of watches. Um, And then it goes in to describe how she's like very competitive and how um, a a bit neurotic she was about following his schedule. She says she, she followed him for like a month straight. Yeah. Um, And then like, as she kind of comes and connects with the character of the skull merchant and following more people to to kill. Yeah. She basically t- accidentally teaches herself the perfect skill set to do skull merchant stuff mm-hmm. by stalking him. Mm-hmm. The thing is, like, it talks about her being smart earlier on the lore. It talks about her being a good business person. There's mention of her studying stuff at the library. And this is not me being like, it's a Mary Sue situation. I do want to hear like that she's really into robotics or something. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I want, it's not that I want justification for her having drones and shit. I think it would be more fun to hear cool robot shit in yeah. her lore. Like she buys a robotics company and that's the one she doesn't gut. Cause she has an affinity for it or some shit. I also, I wish there was something a little bit more skull besides the drone. Yeah. yeah Cause it's cause like, like, okay. So she's got a little, a little flip, like Hamlet had one of those too. Mm-hmm. They just carried around with him. Like this no, nice no, situation no, where it's like half gas. Mask. Make it look like a skull. Uh-huh. It's right there. Yeah. You can still bedazzle like, a skull. No offense to her dead father or whatever, but I see why your comic didn't get picked. I mean, if this was his design, I'm yeah, mm-hmm. fucking. There's a reason it didn't get bought. Mm-hmm. Like it, it is. Like this- just looks like generic, like um. 
I, I did notice in defense of her father, the reason why he got fired the first time is because he asked for a raise and they told him uh, no. She kind of just looks very, like, generic, like, this is cool, right? It's like, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's not like, I mean, I don't, ha- I don't hate the design. I kind of dig it, but it's like, it's just, I like it if it's a closet cosplay. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, a, yeah. it, it's, it, it, which is like, fine. It, it's last second Halloween. Nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I am the I am the absolute like emperor of last second Halloween. Okay, like that's all I do. One of my best costumes ever was last second Halloween. The theme was dead Disney. I wore a lot of black and white polka dots. <laughs> I went as seven or eight Dalmatians. Like you nice. can do you can do a last second thing and make it work. It's very um, good. I was so proud of that one. <laughs> Got a lot it's of groans good. that night. Um, but you know that that's what I, I like. No hate on that. It just like. <sighs> I don't know. It's just, it's not super exciting. Like, it's fine. No. It's fine. I think I I made this criticism to Cole at some point Uh back when she first was announced, but like, behavior before they started making Dead by Daylight had a history of making a couple of sci fi games. Yeah. Mm. And she Mm -hmm. feels like someone in their art team was told, like, come up with a killer in five minutes. And one of the sci fi guys is like, uh, exo suit arm Mm -hmm. and. Claws? Yes. Mechanical and then Wolverine. Like, Logan, no. Got, um, not only this, but seeing her and then seeing the next killer. Yeah, the, mm. yeah, the cyberpunk like, next one. Like, Yeah. It, <laughs> she's just a girl, which is like fine, but like... This is back when they made the Wraith level yeah. design. Mm. I expect more of them. Now. I I desperately I want another like dredge monster. I mm. yeah, and she we're just running kinda, out of time. To me, she just kind of looks like generic like first scene of the video game Mook you kill off. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. she's got a couple like one liners mm-hmm. that are kind of kind of cheesy, but the voice actor does a decent job. Yeah, and she's like a mini boss. She puts up best. a fight. She's, she's the tutorial character who teaches you how to fight. She's a uh, she's Scott Pilgrim's first fight. <laughs> um, I just you're not fucking wrong. Oh, my kid just want my right as I said that. Don't repeat that. Yeah, like the strap, the the the, the fact that there's these two metal um, sort of braces on yeah. the collarbone to show that like the arm mm-hmm. does have weight, mm. and the the weight has to go somewhere, so it's yeah. on her back like a backpack. It mechanically is interesting i also like that it looks like there's duct tape around her arm to keep the arm on um or to to keep the leather of the the sleeve on her arm it looks very homemade Mm -hmm. but that Mm -hmm. attention to detail does not apply to the chains and the mask Mm -hmm. and the eye socket on it i feel like i don't know like she's not like fully in costume mm-hmm. yeah like she's We're doing like a very yet. casual look with it mm-hmm. it's like when a superhero does their very first night out in the movie <laughs> and they're and and the bit yeah. is the costume isn't done yet yeah it's like in the very first spider-man movie where toby mcguire's handmade outfit looks like shit and then M- he makes maybe, the actual one maybe it's so in case she needs to go like incognito she can take it off and like store it up or something maybe and then she's just a chicken logic generally is not applied to death i know there's so many layers of like assumptions made about skull merchant that are not like trapper's a guy (laughs) dredge is a vagina monster like it's fine they can just be that more to be fair what more do you need what more do you need Carol, is she more interesting now that you know she's a CEO <laughs> who just kills rich people? Because, by the way, in the extra lore, when she kills rich people, at first it's because she's protecting the poor. But then she starts to like not even believe that anymore. And mm-hmm. it really becomes she's killing people she thinks are a threat to her being the best. Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'll be noble at first. Mm, noble's boring and not super profitable. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Mm, no i don't think she's i mean like she's not i i I don't think she's like the worst um she just i'm not overly like 
I'm not overly interested. I'm just kind of like, all right, that's fine. Like, it's not. Yeah, it's not like offensively stupid. When you said she's not the worst, down at the bottom with mm. uh, down at the bottom with the demogorgon, Freddy just goes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it it like. Oh, she's kind of forgettable and kind of dull, which is a shame because she could be really cool. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, it's once again where I'm seeing like, oh, some of this could be kind of morphed into something really interesting. Like I said, like this, yeah. even this look, if you took elements of it and like did some cool shit with it, she'd look awesome. Like yeah. I like I said, a little yeah. like my idea with like a high fashion masquerade ball kind of look would look fucking cool. The map mm-hmm. for that would oh, be mm-hmm. how cool that rich people mm-hmm. go to galas all the time. It's a thing that could work all the like, time. It would be imagine like a ballroom and, and like the stairs, be, yeah, and oh. like the broken chandelier. Yes, like some Phantom of the Opera ass chandelier. Oh, it mm-hmm. would look so cool. And like the mask being more of like a Venetian mask kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And you could still mm-hmm. have that kind of gas masky kind of look, but add some mm-hmm. some height to it. Add some movement. See, now to we're it. circling around to theater killer would be interesting again. I'm just saying that was a good April Fool's joke because I was inspired for like a week. <laughs> it's because we came up with a good killer. I literally really. was like, this could be a fun movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. I started even kind of jotting down ideas for like mystery, Carol. murder mystery in a theater. Shut up! I have good Stop ideas. Writing. Stop making podcasts. Leave me alone. Stop writing I podcasts. Can't. Well, as soon as I'm <laughs> done writing the ones I'm supposed to be writing, then I can write new ones. So, and I'm almost done writing the ones I'm supposed to be writing. So, good news, everyone. There's a map. Oh, <laughs> thank fuck. I, I so, haven't seen this map too often. That's there's one what wrinkle. The, to what this. am I looking at? <laughs> Instead of it being a brand new realm, like an and for those who have not listened to a lot of episodes in Dead by Daylight, uh, there are map packs where you go to a realm and the game picks a random map from that pack that they all mm. relate to each other and they all look the same, but they have different layouts and stuff. Okay. Some you. of the killers do not have their own realm. They live in the realm of another killer, but they mm. own either a piece of one of the maps that physically like case in point um, nurses map has clown in it where there's just like the circus <laughs> stopped outside of that <laughs> asylum. <laughs> And all of their shit is sort of scattered around like they got, they were all killed Honestly, or something. That's a podcast I'd listen I to. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Sir, the Asylum Circus. Um, that could be fun. <laughs> you read I'll the Night Circus, now enjoy this one. Um, Outlast with clowns, please. God. <laughs> so, anyway, um, what happened here is much like how Nurse and Clown are kind of morphed together, and mm-hmm. that's one of those maps. There is a map in the rotation for Trapper in the, the in the Macmillan Forest where the oh. the map was just a giant tree with like some kind of Celtic stones around it in mm-hmm. a circle. I'm saying Celtic because I'm thinking about Stonehenge, but it's not like I don't fucking know what was mm-hmm. carved on them or whatever. But it's meant to evoke that. It was an okay at best map, and no one ever really talked about it. And then they did an update that changed it a little bit, and, like, no one cared. Then they did this next update where they put a second level on it by having her build a Ah. hunting outpost on that map. So now there's this big modern workshop with a second level and shit. I have never played this map. I've never seen this map played. But the idea of it is extremely interesting to me, and I like the idea of reworking a map that's like not really popular and making Mm -hmm. it more interesting and lore interesting Mm -hmm. the entity made her a little 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 place she's got her (laughs) own spot Mm -hmm. i keep thinking it kind of looks like uh just in the little picture i'm seeing it kind of looks like those airbnbs that are like it's a tree house you're like that's a shipping container in a tree um (laughs) but Uh like i mean it kind of like the winnie the pooh blood and honey shooting location which is totally an airbnb (laughs) otherwise Mm -hmm. You know, Carol, there are Airstream mm-hmm. trailers. Piglet and them seemingly are living in Airstream trailers on a very expensive looking treehouse yeah, property. That's that's mm-hmm. an Airbnb. I've been on that site too mm-hmm. many times, so I know. <laughs> uh, God, that movie, you gave me flashbacks. Jesus. Uh, oh, yeah. Has Carol not seen that yet? I, uh, probably not, no. Y- you've heard most of it through me, yeah. I think, because I just sort of vented all of it at I you. I got enough of a summary um, that I'm like, I'm good. You're fine. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now for a very it. special oh. Memento Mori section, because <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. 
Oh, it's it's actually pretty good. Cole, Cole talked this one up so much, I was excited to like experience it with you. Uh, this is a, this is a rare Caro moment. Um, so we we got a second to get started here uh, because they're like a, the per. She do she do <gasps> mm-hmm. be doing the Marvel mm-hmm. like mm, thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. So here we are going to be. Um, <laughs> we, this is one of the new uh, survivors. Uh, so the drone scans. You get stabbed from the back. Pretty solid. The drone scans again and then fades away. Um, yeah, on a on a on a mythical survivor that doesn't exist with big tits, this would look a little different than it does <laughs> with a flat chest. Um, I do appreciate that there's sort of a sarcastic drone in the rotation <laughs> of scanning the body. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Beep boop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. we are adding a Nick Cage, so we're getting closer to putting just normal ass <laughs> celebrities in Wait, the was that real? I thought that was a joke. Yes. No, that's no. absolutely serious. The man came out during summer game announced awards or whatever just to sort of address the fact that he is in Dead by Daylight. What the fuck? He's just going to be a survivor. That's the it. Game He's going to be a survivor. Like character just, as Nick well. Cage just does stuff, huh? Mm-hmm. He really got some dead, huh? I, I've said it before. I've oh, said it before and I will say it again. Thank God to the 2008 housing crisis. Because just Nick mm, Cage was forced to do Nick Cage, you everything. bought that haunted fucking house. <laughs> That you should just have left the alone. House, the pyramid tomb. Oh god, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. I'm so stuck on the house where I'm like, no one should be buying that. That should be. We should <sighs> be like making sure people should be people are buying okay. tombs for themselves. I that's a little less weird, I think. Because just <laughs> if you read about the history of that house, this is, oh yeah, the, the let's not spoil. Uh, that would have been a spoiler. That was uh, um, that was for the the cyberpunk thing. While you were loading this up, I do want to talk about her survivors. Uh, yeah. it is the first instance of survivors like talking to each other at the campfire. Oh. Yes, um, there was one other survivor who spoke, and it was Ash from the Evil Dead, just sort of <laughs> quipping. He would just say, uh, a line. "Oh my god, that I've been watching dead. people watch the Evil Dead." And I'm like, "What the fuck?" You've been. Okay. I can't watch them myself, so you're, I will just watch YouTube people's reactions. Yeah, I can't watch it myself. I'm gonna, it's too, mm, too much. Ignore the fact it's clearly an alien planet. We'll get into that next time we record. <laughs> it looks mm-hmm. like Ready Player One. What uh, the fuck? It uh, does look but, like some bullshit Ready <laughs> Player One stuff. Uh, her survivors are uh, uh, Thaltia and Renato Lyra. Um, they, hold on. They talk in... What language do they speak? Portuguese, right? Portuguese, I think, yes. Because they're from Brazil. Portuguese is so yeah. pretty. It's a pretty language. Mm-hmm. There's also I'm really into kind of like a hip-hop beat going on in the background right yeah. now. I don't know if it's like for them or if it's for this map. Brazil, it's like, baby. It's pretty good. I'm really into these outfits. It's... Mm-hmm. It is for them because it changed to some bullshit Resident <laughs> Evil piano when I switched yeah. to her. Uh, we, we not to spoil Gavin, you snake this out, but we are going to be doing a smasher pass for all the survivors. So. Goddamn right we are. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a spoiler. spoiler. Oh, yeah. we, I think we've joked about smasher pass in the past. Smasher pass past. <laughs> all right. Um, Adriana, here she is. With lighting. With lighting. <laughs> groundbreaking mm-hmm. we didn't talk about she's got little kitty cat uh like cat woman the 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 anti-hero claws Extended on the offhand claws. i will point out the the claws are not a weapon in the game which means they can change with cosmetics which is mm-hmm. great um and you also don't really see them when you're playing as her because this fucking arm piece <laughs> takes up so much of your view like your right side of your screen is just fucking hell because of the claw mm-hmm. being in the way. Yeah. All 
All right, let us look at her cosmetics in one of the final fashion shows. Uh, First off, we have the trans flag by accident. (laughs) Oh, the blue's kind of pretty. Oh, she dropped blue hair and pronouns. Uh, In this one, she has blue overalls and less pronouns. (laughs) Uh, More pronouns. A medium amount of pronouns could be cis. (laughs) Oh, not with that that shirt. This one's... That this one's, one's oh, not the mask. That though. one's got pronouns. That one's got pronouns for sure. Not a fan of the There's mask. There's our final on. Smasher Pass. Instead of Smasher Pass, we decide how many pronouns, pronouns the killer has. Um, <laughs> dredge with Caesar. Uh, okay, so really, there are only two actually changing her outfit. Mm-hmm. One so far, it hasn't been long enough for her to have a dredge look for Halloween or anything like that. <laughs> I really that. like her mm-hmm. uh, will... knee pads. Sorry, I just noticed them. Her knee pads. Yeah, as an EDS I like the bitch. mechanics of thinking that through. Proficient. Yeah, I love a knee pad. As one who okay, we're going like to start. Just pop right on out. Here is Cyber Assassin. She seeked for the perfect adversary. Searched for the perfect adversary to hunt. Oh, um, our, mm. so Aww. we have a sort of uh, Raiden from Metal Gear Solid helmet, but with cat ears. And like we some got Harley pigtails, Quinn pigtails and a little bit. They the kind of are just leaning into like her dad's Japanese shoes? and like the shoes yeah, are I not, not a great choice. Sho- no, like those are hard to run in because they yes. just yeah. fall off your feet. Those are the like unless like, you like, you've got a them wedding in. to go to at the last second your heel broke so you go to pay less and you just find what you can. Like this this would have been cute with like some knee high boots. They also or, like, got rid white. of the hooks that go on the shoulders yeah. to brace all of this. Now she has the uh not Bioshock. Um Alien? Which one has the battery pack on the back? Oh, that's oh, the Dead we- Space. Dead Space, thank you. Where the HUD was just, this showed how much life you had on yeah. your back. Yeah. Um, and then second, my favorite, Encroaching Darkness. When her father rebooted his manga, she emerged as a darker, crueler hero Ooh. in a living nightmare. Ooh. This. Okay. One, it makes it look like her dad was a hack and <laughs> drew titty, titty yeah. manga. Two, mm-hmm. um, I'm really a fan of the mask. You could throw the rest of it away. The mask what is, her is like, weapon? I'm into it. What is her yeah, weapon? What, I yeah, don't know what that? it's supposed to be. It just looks like a, a giant box cutter, basically. Uh. I feel like I would have to buy this and then play a match to look <laughs> at it up close to see what the fuck is happening with that. Mm. The boots are kind of funny. Hydraulic blade, a mix of advanced technology and good old-fashioned violence. The boots look like boot so covers it's just meant to be hydraulic. that we used to use in the theater. Right? That you just slip on Ooh, over like, like regular mm. shoes to make mm-hmm. it look like you're wearing boots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we got some cheek, fucking cheek alert. Yeah, uh, we get, she got, she got, she got some booty. F- they, actually, finally, be, behavior hurt us. Uh, they put five percent more ass in the game than they <laughs> usually do. And that's a guarantee. And it's only this cosmetic from this specific angle. <laughs> I want to know what's up. Are they like? Is she? Is this outfit supposed to be like a pantyhose situation? And then this leg doesn't have that. Yeah, it's like a clear mesh. Or a a light black mesh. Mm. When you said clear mesh, her like audio had her exhale, so it sounded like she was sighing. Just <sighs> the people staring at her ass for, for podcast content. Um, but yeah, that's all we've got for the skull <laughs> merchants for this audio outfits. <laughs> and also, um. let us everyone point and laugh at Wesker not being available right now because he <laughs> fucked up. He has a glitch that turns him invisible, which <laughs> uh, you know, fuck Wesker. I'm fine. If you're a Wesker main, you're fine. I I don't judge people who play certain classes, but I just find Wesker boring as a survivor and a killer. Don't mind me cashing Uh, in a challenge. As far as her store for me goes, uh, she was at a six for sexy, and then I saw ass, so she's at a seven now. Um, (laughs) Live updating scores. (laughs) Uh, Not too sexy. uh, Excuse me, not too scary. Um, Put her at a two. Uh, I really liked her Mori. I think it's fun. She gets all up close and personal, and she has a little robot buddy to help murder you. <laughs> so it's an eight for an overall score of uh, 44. Still pretty low, but, you know, yeah. what are you going to do? It's respectable. It's fine. Yeah. Respectable. She's just extremely fine, you know? Yeah. Kind of across the board. Like, she's, she's, she's fine. She's okay. I will probably forget that we talked about her in, like, two weeks. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah. just like how the Rule 34 community seems to have forgotten about her, <gasps> there is only I, I searched Dead by Daylight's tag and the word Skull because her name wasn't bringing up anything. Skull underscore Merchant wasn't bringing up anything. Oh boy. Um, 
some of the stuff being tagged is stuff that physically has skulls in it. Uh, that is that does not involve Aww. anyone I'm talking about. Uh-huh. There is one 3D render of her nude with the drone sort of watching on in the background. There is one interesting detail I will share, and the person who made her model of her this is this does not have any nudity in it it is just a <laughs> screenshot of her rib um they put the little uh tally mark loading icon from dead by daylight they made that her tattoo on like her on like her midriff huh. which i think is a cute little touch okay yeah um, the porn community does not super care about her uh... which like she's new and also <laughs> same on our have of her own she has 15 works uh she is not the main character in most of them but there are <laughs> two that ship her with her uh with the lady survivor um most are graphic depictions of violence non-archival warnings or rape or non-con i don't want to sound defeatist about dead by daylight <laughs> but dead by daylight just turned seven years old mm-hmm we gotta be, and when I say we, I mean behavior. Behavior has to be honest with themselves and understand that this game probably won't make it to 10 as far as like being sol- solvent with enough players to maintain mm-hmm. what it currently has. Mm-hmm. If we want to try to go for 10 years, or if we just want to sort of make things fun in these last few months, years, whatever we have left in the game, let's just get fucking weird with it. Like, yeah. I want to see more fucking bonkers shit. Yeah. The new killer is a step in the right direction. Oh, I want to make it explicitly clear. Monster. The I love that our last episode is just going to be me being like this. I love this. <laughs> um, but it sucks that like we went from the knight who was kind of a eh, to her, which is kind of a eh, and mm. then a good one. And Nicholas Cage is in the mix somewhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I do, I do love that Nick Cage is joining when it's just like clearly on the way out. Like Nick, by, by the way, please make any choice that him is on. We don't get him on July whatever. We get more details about it on July whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. We don't have a launch date for the DLC. We have a launch date for info on the launch date. That's not a thing. That's nothing. Get the fuck. That's not. They wanted to announce something so that they could then send him out on stage at the mm-hmm. like official event with Jeff <sighs> Keighley or whatever. Yeah. Well. All right. So our list is now so long it goes <laughs> off the screen. Just um, move it over. There's I, another side for a reason. I can't make two columns. Uh, Why not? <laughs> if my OCD ass still can issue. make two columns, just it is a. It's a still issue, Davin. What's what's the joke about? Just fix it, you stupid bastard. Why just, not? I can't. I can't. Why not? It's Here, I'll just make it fucking line. too. Hey, there you so. go. All right, so we're missing some people on this list, but <laughs> it'll be fine. Um, Are we? There's 24 killers ranked, so there's definitely somebody missing somewhere. Oops. Um, this is a side effect of me copying random episodes to make the slideshow, and sometimes Gavin. those older episodes don't have the, the updated Gavin, list. Please. This is the night's <laughs> list, so whoever we ranked when we played the night episode, um, it'll be. F- I'll go back and look. It'll be fine. They're gonna go um, back and listen to the every most important ranking. thing here is Huntress is number one, and Demogorgon's mm-hmm. down at twenty is the Which very is bottom. Correct. Correct. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a talk about the Harkness test next week. <laughs> we are. Mm. Um, Sadako's more interesting than her, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. I like, I think she might be above Amanda just because I liked the way her traps work a little bit more. Oh, I would that's say fair. her rich, rich person killing spree is a little more interesting than Grimes just being sort of a rich dude who goes, goes a little <laughs> mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. And the Skull Merchant, because I forgot your full name. (sighs) We are top ten, which is Mm -hmm. maybe going to change next week a little bit. We'll see, yeah. I don't think anyone's going to unseat our our girl. I I think Huntress... Huntress... With number one with a bullet and fucking stuck there the yeah. whole time. I mean, mm-hmm. she, has she been our only constant this whole time? Like, is she the uh, only no, one? No, we, we did have uh, the director. The director did upseat her. <laughs> he oh, did. yeah, that's true. He deserved it. it. <laughs> he deserved it for, for being the episode. best written. 
Mm-hmm. Mainly because Cole and I did not previously talk about what the bit was going to be for scoring at the end. I listened to that episode on my route. I want you all to know, I cannot emphasize enough that it was four in the morning. <laughs> like, that is so important to me that you you just imagine that it's four in the... No, think about who you are at four in the morning. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's me on my way to work. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to our director episode, and I was saying things aloud as though you could hear me. <laughs> just, I kept saying, you little bastards. This whole time I was so earnest. <laughs> But I was so proud because I was like, wow, I actually liked this character. Behavior should give you all a call. <laughs> like, it was good. It was interesting. Anyway, his his Honestly, reign was earned. <laughs> I, there's not a, it's, I think the biggest surprise in our top 10 is the fact that Oni snuck his way in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's mm-hmm. hung on. Wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in there. Both of them are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was making sure I did just read Yamakoa and was getting the wrong one. No, they're both you in the top just, like, ten. Pull a mm-hmm. me and uh, be like, "What are numbers?" I I liked the Oni. I just don't like the way his perks work. Yeah, like mechanically, he's a little, mm-hmm. little snoozer, but his plot and his design. I mean, I'm aren't pure cool, vibes, showing so that we're not know. biased <laughs> on any one mechanic or mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. One of these days, I yeah. will play this game. And then I will immediately text you both like, I hate this game. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> I will I will get five minutes and I'll be like, fuck this, I hate it. My biggest piece of advice is play it on the thir- around the 13th, after the 13th of the month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is a piece of detail you should not have to have for a video game. Uh, so here we are. We've, we've mm-hmm. ranked almost all of them. How are we feeling, gang? What a journey. It's like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. What a journey. I feel like I feel yeah. like it's gonna be like Samwise at the end of it, like I can carry you. All right, now to end out the episode, as we have been doing, we're note. gonna quickly recommend <laughs> some media stuff that we think right. you should consume. As people who like Dead by Daylight, you might also like these things. Um, I will say, once we do the final killer here, uh, I am looking at our next game, and our next game will feature nine main characters so we will not be committing to the next game for a year so if you like it uh hold on to it while you can if you don't Uh, like it hang on (laughs) gavin sorry there's there's 18 no we're not doing both teams there's 18 we can't do both teams what What does this mean Cole is making a joke about the fact that in the game we're going to talk about whichever team you're on changes the color of the character you pick. Like a fashion That's show. It. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's yeah. just changing. You're on red team or blue team. And if you're on one or the other, then it changes the color of your uniform. I mean, look, I think Capture the Flag got real rough. You had a personality that changed depending on what team you were on. I don't know what y'all are on about. I'm going to go first because mine's kind of one of the easier ones to predict ever. Da, 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 da. We're talking about Evangelion. <laughs> I finally watched it. That. I've been doing uh, that wrong. I can file my trans card now. Um, <laughs> you get it punched so and then a- after five punches, you get a pronoun. <laughs> you got to watch Evangelion. You got to watch fucking Hedwig and the Angry Inch. <laughs> like you got to watch all these various pieces of queer media. And then you get to have the card. Uh, so yeah, in the 90s, there was a little anime called Neon Genesis Evangelion. Little. Yes, it was a little, little anime. It was about some mechs fighting angels. But it's... But they're I, not angels, they're but they're not, also... This is one not, of the more complicated pieces of media you it, can it watch is as about, an adult. It is about uh, a group of teens who have been thrust into a war they did not ask for uh, by, Always by parents who, who arguably do not love them in the way that they need. Yeah. It is about teens being traumatized and all... Well, It is actually a show, and this is a sentence that actually makes sense if you've seen it, Neon Genesis Evangelion is a show about self-actualization. Mm, it yeah, is about being... It is about learning what it is to be a person, and it is a complicated complex yes. occasionally objectionable show that is very difficult to recommend to a random person <laughs> because it has underage titty a few times oh, uh it gets yeah. very 
arguably justified in the yeah. themes in the show. But no, um, yeah. thing. it is mm-hmm. one of those things where if you tell it to the wrong person, yeah. they're going to call You're you a like, fucking pedophile or whatever. It's like, oh. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Um, it is an extremely well done show. If you ever meet it, like if someone is burned out on like shonen anime or like mm-hmm. uh, it, this is the thing to remind you of things that the art form can't achieve. It is unfortunate that the fandom of Neon Genesis Evangelion is so bad that the creator of it has apologized for making Evangelion and putting that out in the world. That makes me so sad. Like, that's... The fan art has so (sighs) much... The fan art on the Reddit is just constantly sexy drawings of the teenage girl characters. I just cannot imagine, like... Mm -hmm. That makes me so sad. Like, I can't imagine how painful it would be to have this thing that you pour your freaking everything into that has reached a level of success that I think you could Mm -hmm. argue people dream about. Um, Clearly people love it, but the people who love it suck so bad that you're like, "Uh, sorry, I made a thing. It it is a very good story, but sometimes people who liked it, liked it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And like, that's so sad that he like, they like apologize for making it. Like that makes, I don't know. I'm just like, Oh honey. May I, may I tack on a teeny tiny a uh, rare second recommendation that is not problematic in the slightest. I mean, I guess. So, Evangelion's <laughs> a mech anime. You know what else is a mech anime but that uh, that is also anti-war? Mobile Suit Gundam. I'm not going to recommend Mobile Suit Gundam, but I want to put whoever's listening into that mindset while I tell you to watch the Apple TV movie Greyhound <laughs> starring Tom Hanks. Um, this movie had the worst marketing ever. <laughs> Fuck the marketing for this movie. I'm currently showing an this. image there's a reason i'm currently showing my friends a photo of tom hanks in a little captain's hat and his sheep's he looks adorable looking out he looks adorable he looks like he's thriving (laughs) spoiler he's not in this movie (laughs) um it's pretty bad this man is having a terrible day (laughs) this movie got written off as a dad movie and everyone just went it's gonna be boring it's gonna be some world war ii drama who gives a shit yeah fuck it (laughs) What it's actually about in World War II, when we had to get supply convoys from the United States to England, there was a there was a section of the Atlantic Ocean that was too far away for land based aircraft to fly over and look for submarines. Oh yeah, yeah. So there's mm-hmm. basically this death bubble in the middle of the Atlantic. They called it the Black Pit because it was just dark water that you can't see anything in, and at night mm-hmm. the submarines come and kill all mm-hmm. of you. nightmares. Tom Hanks is playing the captain of a destroyer whose job it is is just to circle around a a convoy and kill submarines. And at the start of the movie, he gets out of bed. And the movie takes place over like 60 hours. He does not go to sleep until the last shot of the movie. Jesus. Uh, His feet are like bleeding. He's like so fucked up by the end of the movie just from like being awake even, even if he wasn't being shot at. Um, But it's about him and this tiny ship running around shooting at submarines. The submarines like figure out their radio frequencies a couple of times and start like Mm -hmm. trash talking them like a fucking Call of Duty (laughs) lobby. It is... An intense action movie. They only do one flashback back. What's life like before the war? They do <laughs> one of those. Okay. Usually shitty dad movies do them all the time to make mm-hmm. oh, the like action expensive. Minutes, so we yeah. don't. Because the action's expensive. So you do some bullshit people in a room yeah. talking. It's seems always to like it some wife who is kind of half protesting them going to work. <laughs> yes. And yeah. she's stunning. She doesn't want to say no to her husband. And she's so and, like, mm-hmm. and she just looks slightly tortured, and she, but she's quiet about it because, you know, meekness. Um, yeah. Six minutes into this movie, we never flash back to anything. I literally timed it. Good. Six minutes and 31 <laughs> seconds, I think, we cut back to <laughs> the ship and we are on that goddamn ship. I love ship that you timed it. God bless. That's the that's I what like I'm movies like this. Review. It sucks to see it's a boring dad movie. <laughs> Fuck off. It's a fun little action movie yeah. based on a thing that's based on a novel about a real thing. I love that kind of thing. Anyway, I'm a fan of that. Now sort of for thing. Cole's recommendation. Yes. Uh, yeah, um, I'm gonna recommend a book called The Bridge Kingdom, um, by Danielle Jensen. Um, it's a very good, I say like enemies to lovers. It is about a girl, it is about two or three warring kingdoms, um, and a young girl from one of them who, I say young girl, um, young woman, uh, who has been raised in the desert with her 12 sisters in order to kill the prince of the warring 
uh, country. Ooh, we um, got a map in the beginning of the book. I like this. Mm-hmm. This is a good um, sign. It, it it's uh, she through a deal that her parents set up before she was born. Uh, she has to be married to the prince of that kingdom. Um, and she, you know, has been raised to kill him and then finds out, oh no, it's, it's not like it's always been. Oh no. uh Uh-huh. Um, and there's a very good, uh, it does tension very well. And I think it does enemies to lovers very well. And also the world itself is very interesting because the country that she gets sent to is, is your kingdom she gets sent to is um is a collection of islands that are uh connected by a literal like rock bridge that is enclosed from the water and everything else is like shark and creature infested and so the actual war that they're fighting over is the bridge itself um which is a fun way to do war <laughs> so a more literal um, bearing straight situation correct um uh, it's I I really liked it. I think the first and second books are very fun. Um, I'm still reading through the series, but we'll see how it goes. I think it does. There are I will say there are some points where I'm like, oh, this this author does not know how dark or brown skin works. But uh, hey, we'll 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 take what we can get. Um, mostly when they talk about starring, they're like, it's a light star, and I'm like, yes. no, it's okay. not. <laughs> hmm. Av- but you know, available now on Kindle Unlimited for you to try out on your favorite e-reader. Yeah. Nice. All right, Tara, what you got? Popcorn knee. Carrie, you got anything? Okay. Yes, I do. Let, let me guess. The bear, because season two. I'm come so out. excited. Oh, it's is coming it? out in like five days. Oh my god. Oh uh, Jesus! Oh, Get ready for a heart attack. I, I'm I have going activated to be Caro. so annoying when it comes. Out. I'm <laughs> annoying anyway. So like, good luck with me once the bear comes out. Um, you chose to be friends with me. You you made your bed. Um, so <laughs> it's okay. your fault. <laughs> Listen, not to victim blame, but um, okay. So I. <laughs> Um, I kind of have a twofer recommendation only because I just yeah. remembered when you were talking about uh, uh, Gavin, when you were talking about Greyhound, and you're like, mm, dad movie. Um, I found a show that kind of is a dad show, but like Ooh. I liked it, and it's also World War II, it, it, and I, I might have mentioned it on here before, I cannot remember, but I was just talking about it with um, my actual father, um, So def- and my dad is, <laughs> my dad's a hobbyist historian, to the point where he like nice. helped reenact Normandy for the History Channel, um, he's that guy. Uh, so World War Two is kind of his jam. Um, and I was telling him about the show called Transatlantic. Um, it's a mini series for Netflix, uh, and it's got um, Gillian Jacobs, who, if you've watched Community, yes. Rita, and mm-hmm. okay, listen, she's very good in she's very good on the show. I just can only hear Britta the whole time. And so it is funny. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, she tra- Britta traveled in time and found her niche. Good for her. Um, <laughs> it, but it is it is based on a true story, uh, f- fictionalized, obviously, because that's what they do. But it's it's still, I think, a story that's worth um, hearing that not a lot of people know about. And it is about um, there was a group called the uh, Emergency Rescue Committee. I think I got that right. And. You did, and I'm looking at the wiki. Oh, okay, good. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, their whole thing was we're trying to get um, uh, out of Nazi Germany and the surrounding areas. Uh, this was uh, based in in France. Is most of the story takes place in France and bits of Spain. Um, but their whole mission was to get like Jewish artists and intellectuals and you know creators out of there. So they were trying to rescue people like. Um, like Max Ernst and um, uh, 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 Chagall um, and um, Duchamp, like a lot of really, you know, people who have really made their fucking mark uh, on history yeah. in their respective fields got out because of these people. And it, it just kind of dives into the hell. Ethan agrees. It's great. Um, <laughs> hi, my love. The, the, that's going to be fun on Gavin when they're editing this later. <laughs> I love you. Thank you. Um, but so it 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 kind of chronicles that whole mission. And it's really, it's a really great cast. Um, the guy who plays Varian Fry, I am blanking on his name. Um, but he was the, he's the guy who plays the Riddler on Gotham. And he's no. so 
steer okay. in that role. Like, he, well, I think he's great anyway. Like anything I've seen him in, he's been really, really good. Um, but he was so particularly lovely in that part, and I just really mm-hmm. loved him in it. So I don't know. How, I don't know anything about the real life Marion Fry to be honest. But like, so I don't know how accurate it is. But like, he's so. It's worth watching just to watch him be a really interesting character um, and kind of deal grapple with being gay in the 1940s Europe. You know. Um, mm-hmm. And so yeah, that was. It, I don't know. I just I watched it all in like one day. Uh, and I, I thought it was really good. Um, but also, Cole and I last night were texting because we were both watching Black Mirror yes. at the same time. And there's an episode that Josh Hartnett is in in this new mm-hmm. season. And I was like, is that Josh fucking um, Hartnett? And I and uh, yeah. Aaron Paul and Aaron Paul. They uh, like face off. The and whole it's time. a phenomenal. Episode. It's so good. Um, and mm-hmm. it reminded me of the existence of the movie The Faculty, which is a. F- I, I don't know how well it's held up. It was made in 1998. Mm-hmm. Mm. But um, I think it's maybe worth watching if you want to make fun of something. That one's about a bunch of high schoolers <laughs> who defeat an alien invasion through the power of like friendship and drugs. Um, Hell yeah. And the reason that they know there's an alien invasion happening is because suddenly all the teachers are hot. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not making this up. It's been Great. a while since I watched this, but I'm pretty sure I'm getting the summary. Elijah Wood is there. Um, Josh Hartnett's there. Sama Hayek shows up. She's also in Black Mirror in this season, and she's very funny in it. Uh, oh yeah that's that's my recommendation yeah. just the first episode <laughs> of the new so season fun. is is wild and i i really enjoy that it. i like so they, that they've evolved too. beyond uh phones today huh question mark yes yeah. i think caro and i were talking yeah. about it but i think they really like not downgraded the technology but it's very understated this season it's they, never the focus they of make the story. it clearer that the real monsters are the people you know it's it's like but the yeah. tech is Burnham's inside really changed the game for black mirror i, I think I, so yeah, yeah honestly well and the fact that like ai is is such an actual threat Already. like We've and destroyed mm-hmm. the term ai to mean nothing mm-hmm. at this point I, honestly mm-hmm. yeah and it's like it's not this like hypothetical thing now and so it's not as much fun to kind of play with you know now it's what like if? well yeah. fuck um but yeah i think i mean i think the it whole got here season, and it's honestly boring. cole did you finish mm-hmm. the season i did oh, good and i can text you after um, this um <laughs> yes but that last episode oh good, uh, god that, ooh, last, that episode. last episode Oof. um no i Oof. i like black mirror um, though even at its most yeah. black mirror-y and i had i had missed it yeah and i was you know it's always a solid like fun watch i i don't you know yeah. I always enjoy it. Um, but I I thought they, after, you know, kind of a chunk of time away, I thought they came back pretty strong. And I liked that they yeah. were mostly like, yeah, this technology is um, assisting these people in being terrible, but they were always going to be this person. Mm-hmm. So it's kind mm-hmm. of like, how does the tech or lack thereof or weird use of it or whatever factor into allowing these people who were going to do what they were going to do and be who they were regardless? How does it let, yes. how does it assist them and can you still argue that the tech is bad if it were in the right hands? I think they did a better mm-hmm. job of that than in in previous seasons. Yes. So yeah. And with that, our Dead by Daylight uh, <laughs> lore podcast concludes. <laughs> the requisite hero our, recommend- <laughs> our, our, our recommendation podcast is over. <laughs> All right, we will see you all next time with our penultimate mm-hmm. killer episode. <gasps> Not this is the penultimate oh, one, the ultimate. It's the ultimate, the ultimate. finale one. Unless Hell they release yeah. another one oh somehow. Uh, <laughs> we'll see you next Fingers time. Fingers crossed. Bye. 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 We did it. <laughs> I always do a little pose when I say bye. No one can see me. <laughs> <laughs>